0: I am a girl. <laughs> You're listening to...
1: And I'm free. you <laughs> You're listening to
0: Girls Gone Wad podcast. <laughs> Girls Gone Wad podcast. Good job. listening to girls gone Wild. this is joy and this is claire and this is episode 192 we're in the middle of the open and uh it's about to get crazy (laughs) i almost went crazy last week
1: i know it only took you two weeks
0: I know. And I vowed that I was not going to go crazy during the open. But we can talk about that.
1: Let's talk about it right now. Jay. <laughs> we want to go there right away. Okay, yeah, let's, let's just
0: let's just do it this week. When this releases, it'll be 17 17.3 will be the announcement. So far, I feel like, you know, I've been feeling good. I've been wanting to go in this with the goal of just doing the best just giving my all and just knowing that I did the best that I could and kind of focusing less on the competition piece, right? Like year of less. Yeah. And it's not just about year of less, but it really is more of just being okay with my performance i think in the past yeah, well
1: and also kind of looking at it from like a baseline perspective of like taking it seriously but also like being honest with where you're at
0: yeah and i've been thinking a lot about this too is when i i don't know about you claire but when i first start crossfit when i first started crossfit i think you kind of go into it with the, with a very drink the kool-aid mentality and you're really kind of hooked on it in a way that's a little you I know mean, obviously we started a podcast we'll but <laughs> a little cray right?
1: But you I think may remember this phase from such things as us starting a podcast to talk about how much we love CrossFit.
0: <laughs> you might remember that day. But yeah. yeah, so I feel like I know I've evolved to making this a part of my life, of course, but taking away the competitive piece that makes me crazy. And I think there's a lot of ways that I really fed into that to where it started to make me feel bad. Instead of energizing me, it was more of beating myself up. So the goal of 17 or the goal of this year of the Open is to just do the best I can. And so seventeen two, I do my morning workout and I go in and the, they ran the first heat. They ran the second heat. I was in the second heat and TJ and I, my, my coach, we didn't check the standards because... Wait,
1: okay, hold on. I need to pause you. What? Two weeks ago, you talked about TJ and you were like, you referenced him as like the coach at Jay. Like by now, everyone knows who TJ is. Okay. You can just say TJ. Okay. <laughs> I like hope everyone years. knows that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Don't you know who TJ is? Yeah, so... Now so,
1: i being confused <laughs> with JT, who is the dog.
0: Well, that's actually really funny, because people do confuse the two. I anyway, I think eventually so,
1: they'll figure it out, that you're yes, not discussing your right. open strategy with okay, your dog. Okay. Although, you know,
0: he... You would listen. He is a good listener. I go in, and we didn't check the standards, because we kind of made the assumption that... I mean, I checked the standards with everything else, because it's, like, written on the sheet. But we didn't check the bar muscle-up standards, because we assumed that it was the same as last year, which pro tip, never assume. So I go in and I do the workout and I killed the tie break time. I think my tie break time was like 340 something. It was ridiculous. I blew through the first two rounds. And then I got to the second round and I got two bar muscle ups, but my arms did touch the bar. And I couldn't get I mean, I almost got up there so many times for for more reps, but I just didn't get up there, whatever. And I finished feeling really proud of myself. I was so happy. I was so happy. And I left the gym. and I was like, wow, I you know, I got one last year. And then I made the recording of like the seventeen two tips. I record in my car on the way home. I just like hold the phone to my mouth and I mm-hmm. re- like record voice memo. Record and drive voice memo. Which, by the way, everybody, if you want to send us an intro, that's how you do it. Just send us a voice memo. It's so easy. I get home. I'm all excited, and I get to work. And I see uh, we posted that photo of me on Instagram, and some people are making comments like, "Oh man, I hope that's not a real rep because that's a no rep," or "I hope she didn't count that," or.
1: You know, basically... Okay, no, one person, one <laughs> person one said, it was one time, one person said, did you count or did you know that your arm can't touch for the bar muscle up? I can't, it, I can't tell in this photo whether or not your arm is touching, but just so you know. Yeah. No one was like, oh my God, Joy, I can't believe you counted that as a rep. <laughs> Everyone was like, way to kill it. That's amazing. Literally one person person and if you if this person is listening thank you for pointing that out because it was exactly. really helpful I mean, we're not was. calling you out yeah, I was like it why, was why would you say so I'm just trying to keep you honest that yeah. it's not like everyone on the planet freaked out <laughs> one person was like hey I can't really tell what's going on here but just so you know I'm not sure if you knew this the standard it like literally just a very polite absolutely the best way that she could have Kind of said, hey, Joy, I think this might not actually be a rep. So Uh, I just want to keep you honest because people were not like, I hope she's not counting that. No, everyone (laughs) loves us too much. (laughs) That sounds so conceited. Everyone loves you too much. (laughs) Everyone's so excited about you getting your muscle up too much that nobody would be like, oh my God. Wait, no, we, we know you listeners out there that you would never make a comment like that on any of our social media stuff because you're better than that. And we thank you for being and better we, than we that. Thank we thank you. you for not Instagram coaching us and for not, you know, but we also thank you for keeping us honest.
0: Yeah, you guys are the the best.
1: You guys keep, you keep me young. You keep me so young. I have anyway, to laugh at that
0: because it's you're so right on. And I just freaked out because the last thing I wanna be is untruthful. Like I am the worst liar. I can't I start like breaking out in hives if like one iota that's why I freaked out and thought like everyone was commenting and like I'm a fraud of course I'm freaking out and I'm like oh crap so I checked the standards of course I see the standards are not you cannot touch your arms on the bar I immediately text TJ and I'm like TJ oh my gosh did you see the standards he's like yeah I was just about to tell you I'm like I can't count those two reps and I'm going to change my score and he's like yeah that's fine that's fine I, I freaked out all day and I had to just let myself freak out right it's not something that and when I texted you Claire you're like Come on, it's not a big deal. Like, nobody cares. And I think the yeah. thing, like, after the fact that bugged me so bad was that I felt like I had put, because we are doing a lot of this in real time, like, I did the 17.2 tips and I put it up right away, right when I get home. And then, you know, we post photos and you really can't, like, take stuff away and be like, oh, never mind. So it just felt to me like, oh crap, I don't want untruthful things to be out there. Like, in 17.2, in the little recording I did, I was like, yeah, I got two marbles left. I'm like, I can't take that back. And it just felt like it bothered me that there was something out, out there that was not the full truth, even though I didn't mean it that way.
1: Even though, okay, so he, I, I totally get, I know the feeling you're talking about of like that pit in your stomach of like, oh my gosh. But I think, first of all, no one else freaked out as much as you did. Second of all, we have said many times in the past, I don't know if we've said it yet this season, but we've said many times in the past, like, listen, if you are in the open, and say that you were to look at seventeen two or any workout that comes down the pipeline and you know that, you know, I think we talked about this last year when that workout where it was like overhead squats and then chest to bar pull ups and it was sort of like a fran work maybe this is twenty four twenty fifteen, where it was sort of like or twenty fourteen maybe even, where it was sort of like a fran esque workout, but it was like a ladder. Do you remember that? And it was like you had to unlock the next round basically. Yes. It was and like the worse, getting,
0: the better you do, the worse you feel. Right, type the of worse thing. it is. Mm-hmm. And
1: everyone was getting upset because they were like, this is going to be a two-minute workout for me. Like, I don't have chest bar pull-ups. And I think this example that I'm thinking of was back before they had a scale division. But even like this workout, this applies to because, you know, everyone kind of freaked out about the pull-ups and it's like there's pull-ups every single year. You know, we're going to see pull-ups. You know, the way that I looked at it from your perspective was like, you tried so hard. You beat the crap out of your arms to get up on the top of that bar do I necessarily recommend doing that no however we have told people like listen you know if you can only get to a certain part in a workout but you want to keep going anyway but that last kind of good rep be your score but then keep going with like whatever modification you need
0: exactly so-
1: if that's, you know, the overhead squat workout with the chest bar pull-ups, it's like take your overhead squat score, but then just do normal pull-ups or ring rows or whatever and keep going so that you feel like you get a workout and you feel like you get the experience. There's no harm in doing that. Right. And I think the other thing is, you know, as soon as we figured it out, that like that post had been up for probably less than an hour when somebody posted that and instantly we just changed one word in the caption, <laughs> unofficial bar muscle-ups. Right. And I don't think anybody else even gave a crap yeah and i, I however i, know I don't want to like right. you know yeah. i know that it was a big deal for you but i'm just saying like i think to put, to put it into perspective you know there's always that question of like if somebody that you're friends with was in the same situation as you what would you tell them you tell them like it's really not a big of a deal yeah it's not like you announced the wrong movie as best picture at the oscars or something
0: <laughs> that was amazing by the way Oh my god oh yeah yeah i know you're right i know you're exactly right and i know that everyone is and i did a little like uh facebook live about this too because i'm like you guys i just felt so bad it just more or less had to do again with me feeling uh, above and beyond really what happened is just that putting myself out there in front of people at times especially around performance is still a hard thing for me so you know putting a picture of me doing an imperfect bar muscle up and it's like when everyone else is doing these amazing reps that that kind of fed into where i'm like oh that doesn't really Because remember, at first I sent you the photo and I was like, I don't post this. And you're like, but it's awesome. It was a video, actually. (laughs) Yeah. And
1: I screenshotted that.
0: Yeah. So and that's the reason, too, because I'm like, oh, this is so ugly and whatever. It was just it was interesting to me to kind of sit back and go, all right, well, this is this is legit. And I'm very much feeling like I have a vulnerability hangover because. Of what happened this morning and I know it was out of my control and there's a lot of things that we I could have done differently and and it just it is what it is but I think that's kind of just to be tr- totally honest that's why it bothered me so much was putting all that out there and even like the 17 post, post uh, the tips is like that's gonna be out there it's gonna be hanging out there <laughs> and I can't do anything about it. I could take it down, but I'm not going to because I don't know. it's
1: not that big of a it's deal. Not that big of a deal. And yeah. I also will say that we got a couple messages after you posted your Instagram live thing, uh-huh. not Instagram, your Instagram story mm-hmm. about how you were changing your score. A couple people messaged us and were like, "Oh, thank you for pointing that out." So you also saved other people from having to go through that. A couple people were like, "Oh, you know, I." I hadn't thought to check that either. I don't have any competitive athletes at my gym or I'm not a competitive athlete. It didn't occur to me that the standards would be any different than they, you know, than they have been. So thanks.
0: Yeah. So thank you guys for making, so for taking the sil- the silver lining because that did make me feel good too. And it is what it is. It's over. It's done. I just had like a serious moment. I'm like, oh man, it's only 17-2 and I'm already freaking out about this. <laughs> In
1: contrast, I did not even do 17-2. <laughs>
0: okay. So let's shift the gears for a moment because, okay, so then- of course, there's people around me. They're like, are you going to redo it? Are you going to redo it now that you know this? I thought about it for a hot minute, but it really came down. And I was like, I just don't want to do it. And I'll go into that more in a second. But talk about why you chose not to do seventeen two because you were in the amazing outdoors.
1: Yeah, because I wanted to go skiing instead. You know, it wasn't like really that profound. I think in the world <laughs> of CrossFit, it might have been profound in the sense that I, like, actually prioritize something above the open. But, like, we had planned, you know, I had a meeting in Vail on Saturday morning, which doesn't happen very often and is awesome when it does because that means that I get to get a hotel room that's paid for by my job in Vail. You know, Brandon came up with me, and we haven't had a chance to ski together this season, and I just decided I didn't want to do a bunch of weighted lunges the night before i went skiing yeah and it like i said it doesn't it wasn't a profound decision i just didn't want my legs to be sore because <laughs> right. i wanted to enjoy going skiing with my husband yeah the open makes people crazy and it was like I'm. first of all i'm not registered officially for the open but even if i was every single year that i have done the open i have missed at least one workout yeah i remember that even when i've been signed up because i just don't give enough craps Like, it's fun for me to do. I think the open is, I think the community aspect of the open is super fun and super valuable for everyone. I don't think it really matters at the end of the day how you do on any given WAD. I just don't. Whether I can look back and say, oh, you know, I did fourteen five back in twenty fourteen, and then oh, they reprogrammed it in twenty sixteen as sixteen five. Well, both times that workout was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Mm-hmm. Either I didn't get fitter, or it was just <laughs> a terrible idea. But you know what I mean? It's like yeah, what? Like I I really love the community aspect. I think it's cool to be able to have more data in your fitness journey, but like just calm that down people well so like this... enjoy your life it's five it's five weeks of your life that you're not going to get back you can't spend the whole time freaking out about it
0: right this is what kind of hit me because i saw your post about you know getting outdoors and skiing and how you're not doing 172 because you're going to be skiing and i thought man that's i'm so glad you put that out there because especially us being a podcast about crossfit and especially us being involved in crossfit i think there's a the pressure to have to do the open hundred percent balls out you know what i mean and so i already knew that i wasn't going to redo 17 i already had that in my mind i was like why would i do that i was really emotional on friday and i think i probably shared this with you and jess and a couple other people just the reason why i got emotional about it aside from the posts that were out there was i tried so hard and i really really beat up my body and because I've been working so hard to be nice to my body, it felt, it just felt mean. I don't know how to put it, but I was like, man, I tried so hard for something that didn't even count officially in the open, right? And so all day just really bugged me. Like I just, I'm like, man, I wouldn't have done that to you, body. My poor body, I would not have done that to you had I have known what the actual, you know, standards were. And so I already knew that I was not going to redo it. So when I saw you say that, I was, it kind of validated it for me too, of I need balance in my life. It didn't feel good for me to push myself to do it. Here's the thing. If I would have done it, great, that's fine. Like I think I could have gone 50 different ways in how I handled that. And I could have redone it and I could have beat myself up, but I just didn't want to. There was something in me that was like, you need to be okay with having this be a quote unquote failure. And what I mean by that is kind of stepping back and thinking that you did something and then going, nope, that didn't count. That just felt really shitty. I got over it it was fine, but I think there was a little bit of a tug in my mind going, should you redo it? Should you redo it? And um, you know how we always talk about like the hustle and getting up and being like, go, go, go. work as hard as you can. I just felt like right. that was something that it felt more of that flavor than it did to feel good to redo 172. And so right. I was like I'm just not going to do it. I really don't want to. I don't want to do that to my body again. I'm really trying to recover well and I I just unless there's really something that is going to be gained aside from just like your pride <laughs> of redoing it. And maybe it does feel good to you out there, you listeners. And maybe it did feel good for you to redo a, wa- a wad or an open wad. But for me, it just didn't feel good in my heart. And so that especially, like I just have that memory of like seeing the Instagram post of you on the chair list. I'm like, yeah, that's balanced. This is life. I think especially too, is just if I would have redone it, there really was just no happiness behind it for me. The,
1: the whole thing, and we talk about this every year, and it's still at true every year at the open makes people crazy mm-hmm. and it makes you make decisions that are maybe not the healthiest thing for your body and i think it makes you second guess your instincts about your abilities yep And I think that that is kind of what it comes down to, where it's like, if you really feel in your heart that you have the ability to get your first bar muscle up or to PR your snatch or whatever it is, then that is awesome. And the open is the, is totally the right venue for you to go after that. But if you just really don't feel like something is safe or even just worth your time to try or to, you know, it's like, that's that's fine too. It's, it, you're going to live to try another day.
0: Well, the other thing that came to mind for me was I, I went to the gym on Saturday morning, because I was feeling pretty good. And I just wanted to do some mobility stuff. And it was Mary, Coach Mary's birthday. And so I brought our donut and we had some coffee and we talked about it. And she did really well. I think she got six uh, bar muscle ups. And so we were talking about the workout and. Some of the guys that work out there in the morning that are really the more advanced athletes in our gym were there, and they were kind of showing me some tips to do the bar muscle-up, and they were more more or less encouraging me to redo 17-2. But we were working on some technique, and I left thinking, I don't have these. Why am I upset? <laughs> I don't practice these. Why am I upset? I don't have these. On a consistent basis and you know how you and I talk a lot about if you're really close to something and like usually in the opens the time when you're gonna get it because you have that extra push but I really don't have anything close to a muscle-up right now and so I kind of had to laugh because I was like the open I think people just automatically think there's magic that's gonna get you like that you have to be perfect in every movement and I just it's not what it's about you know (laughs) so So that was something that I thought a lot about too, where I'm like, I can't really get mad at myself when a movement comes up that I'm really not great at. And I think that is the rigidity of the open. It's here's a workout. There's really no modifying this unless you do scaled. And if you're not proficient in the scaled movements, then... Oh well, and I think that's kind of where we start to freak out because if this is a regular wad at your gym, you have a million different options. So that's my my big old thought process life lesson of seventeen two. That it really
1: I don't know it got under my skin because that makes people crazy. Joy, you succumbed. Can we talk about Bob Harper?
0: Can well, we just talk about Bob Harper? Have everyone put their hands in the air and like send him a big hug because. I don't even know what happened, but when I saw that news, I was just oh. Is that how you hug? Well, no, I'm just like <laughs> I'm just giving you shit, Joy. <laughs> For a minute, I was like, Claire, you're not a hugger. You you don't know how to hug. <laughs> but that's so sad, and I uh, just hope he gets better. So, Bob, if you're listening to this and you're recovering, just know that we love you very much. I don't think he listens to this podcast. Bob Harper. Really?
1: You think that after all the other times we've called him out? <laughs> Hey, this is, is still not listening? No. It's too bad. Dave, this could he, be subtitled like the Bob Harper, Harper fan cast. Right. <laughs>
0: exactly. And then I tagged Dave Castro in a post after last, or I think, yeah, the one with Shane and Kian, where we talked about Dave Castro dolls. Yes. I was like, oh, Dave, I really hope you hear this. This would be right. so funny.
1: I had a dream about Dave Castro.
0: I think I did too a couple weeks ago. What was I your dream? I like I've
1: been thinking about him a lot.
0: Yeah? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, we, I, we were texting about this earlier, but do you think that he practices his like weird delivery? Somebody who I must be a new to the Open commented on something that we posted about the op- about Dave Castro about the opener. Maybe it was like the seventeen one and our 17-1 post, and she was like, "Does he always talk like that?" I, was I like, yeah, he does. He's psycho. Psycho is not the right word. He is just a very odd ball, and I really have to wonder if he's like, yeah, pause there. That sounds good. Where there was one dumbbell now there are two dumbbells like thank you dave i think
0: he does that on purpose i really do i mean
1: i know he does but why it's not a matter like i believe you i just think it's like the weirdest choice to make ever
0: well first of all i don't think he's thinking too much about it i think if from the interviews i've heard of him he's very well spoken and he's a very smart dude and i came to appreciate him a lot when he was on i think it was julie Fouché's podcast or anyway it was one of the crossfit barbell shrugged or someone he's very well spoken and my thought but he's also really he second-guessed himself not not in a totally insecure way but me being the psychologist i like totally read into his psyche. And I was like, oh, he has like massive insecurities like we all do, but you wouldn't think that with Dave Castro being like Navy SEAL guy. I think he feels Kind of like when people are public speaking. If you speak slower, you can catch yourself taking, you know, using. Okay, no.
1: there has, there. This is like taking that to the next level, though. It's one thing to speak slowly and deliberately. It's another thing.
0: Yeah, he has some massive pauses. Have well, and it's probably, it's probably the delivery, too, of anticipation. Because he knows everyone is waiting.
1: I don't know. I just have. I just wonder if he practices. I wonder if he, like, knows when. Because he, he has to practice what he's going to say. Because yeah. he, like, walks down the line and, like, picks stuff up. Like, he has it practiced oh
0: yeah and haven't you seen the Facebook or the Instagram damn it everyone has live videos these days whatever social media live uh, he did I want to say it was Instagram live that CrossFit had him on and they were showing him practicing and they do rehearsals and did you see the one where he was mouthing it, or he was just saying it in his head because he obviously didn't want to say it out loud to anyone?
1: No, I did not see that yeah. one. But but
0: they, so they go. I don't know. My my guess is he really does have this pause to be to have more anticipation and build it up. And who knows? But I loved, I just thought
1: when he was like I loved it. when he announced the bar muscle ups. He was like and sixteen bar muscle ups. We're like. What else were you about to say there? <laughs> like you're standing under the pull-up bar. It's like what else starts with bar? Like we're not going to have bar facing burpees. Claire, you clearly on a barbell.
0: You, you got to write it in because if you not ever you can't look for the logic in the
1: Dave Castro. Well, if he's ever on the hey, show, if he's we ever can. on the show, I will ask him these questions to his face.
0: <laughs> okay, great.
1: <laughs> I would be happy <laughs> when that day comes. We're going to have bigger problems than oh, whether or not he knows. <laughs>
0: I think the CrossFit van just pulled up and I'm...
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we're going to have way bigger problems if we ever interview Dave Castro than whether or not he, I think that he pauses unnecessarily during the open announcements, <laughs> Like the fact that I once des- expressed desire for an American Girl doll of him with detachable cornrows.
0: <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, what are your dreams about, by the way?
1: Um, I, I, had really a, know. I
0: had a dream about him, too. And I think I texted you about it because it was like a r- the most random i don't even remember but it was really yeah
1: random. i don't think that it was like particularly described i think he was just sort of like in my dream i don't think he necessarily had a particular <laughs>
0: specific role like he wasn't right, was right it was like burpees or i anything. woke up and I was
1: like was that dave castro
0: <laughs> dave castro is probably in a lot of our dreams everyone listening probably has had a dave oh castro gosh. dream because of the open
1: that's so true that's weird i wonder if you'll dream about us
0: oh i don't <laughs> maybe maybe we're just hanging out watching mean girls but other than that yeah
1: Hopefully that's all we're doing. (laughs) If I'm doing something else in your dream, I don't want to know about it. Unless I'm doing perfectly executed wall balls. In which case, please tell me. (laughs) Do you ever have dreams that you're doing like, like I have dreams sometimes that I'm like really flexible and can like put wrap my hands around my feet, which I can't do in real life. And I'm like, I am or like that I'm running really fast, (laughs) which also has never happened to me. I've only dreamt it.
0: Except when you're drunk. You said that when you're drunk, you get really you start to run really fast or you want to run really fast.
1: Yes, there is a difference between drunk sprinting <laughs> and actual fast running.
0: That's very true.
1: So I don't, have I explained the drunk legs phenomenon on the podcast? or just uh, in person? It's been a while.
0: Why don't you revisit?
1: This hasn't happened in years, I'd like to add, because I've not like gone out to the bars in a really long time. But when I was in college, I lived like maybe a half mile away from kind of the main bar scene in Boulder on Pearl Street. So if you're familiar with Boulder, I lived at like 22nd Canyon. So the main kind of Pearl Street thing starts around like 14th 15th street and there's like a very specific level of drunk that I get when I get what I call drunk legs and when I have drunk legs my legs feel really light and it's kind of like when people get flushed cheeks except I get like flushed legs (laughs) (laughs) and I just want to sprint and so I would just sprint home and this is the only time in my adult life really in my life at all I don't know why I qualify that by saying adult life in my life that I have had the um unprompted desire to run somewhere and I would just like sprint home and I'd meet everybody there and I'd order a pizza and it was great. That is so and I great. ate crap so many times because the sidewalks in Boulder are really uneven.
0: Is that why you're yeah. afraid of running now?
1: No, because I still fall when I run. Don't you remember my early J days?
0: But that was like on a hill with uneven sidewalks. So really the odds were all stacked against you.
1: I know, but it happened like a couple times.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyway, that's what drunk legs means. It means Claire gets drunk and tries to run really fast.
0: When I would get drunk when I was younger, I used to speak French because I went to, I lived in France for a while. And so, yeah, I I don't know why. It's just like all of a sudden I would feel this strong pull to just bring the French back and no one else around me could speak French. So who knows what that was about? But that was was a long time ago.
1: That would happen to me too. I would get drunk and speak Spanish. Speak Spanish and start sprinting away.
0: And... And I'll say, lastly, Brittany was a huge star when I was in college. I mean, she's still a huge star, but she was like breaking out when I was in college. And so all the Britney songs would play at the dance clubs. And I full on would pretend like I was like a backup dancer and dance the music video moves.
1: Yep. That's amazing. That I'm jealous. I would have danced with you. <laughs> I would have been like, that girl has some moves. I'm going to go join her.
0: I had like a serious desire to be in a backup or in a music video as a backup dancer. And I, I think there's still a part of me that, that that dream is still alive. I would love nothing yeah, more me at all. than to be a backup dancer in a music video. I could video. totally see that. Oh, it'd be so fun.
1: I mean, you are already a backup dancer at the Super Bowl. I think that's harder. <laughs> oh. I think fewer people on this planet have been a backup dancer in the Super Bowl than have been a backup dancer in a music video. I'm just saying.
0: Please hire me, someone out there.
1: (laughs) Anyone need a backup dancer? I'm here for you. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> All right, Joy, what else is new?
0: All right. So I had a really funny marriage check that just happened right before I we pushed record here. So we're going to okay. Costa Rica. And that's In like really less than, a month. less than a month. Those of you listening who are going on the Costa Rica trip with us, we're so excited. We cannot wait to meet you. And thank you for making this trip happen with us. Because this is like, <laughs> this makes me feel really special that we sold out a Costa Rica trip. That just warms my heart. And we're going to be bringing some M-packs from Emily Schram. So it's going to be a really fun workout impact backpack slash workout sandbags. So, okay. Of course, thinking of Costa Rica, I'm thinking, okay, I need to get a sporty bathing suit. I need to just get like a sporty bikini because most of the ones I have are just like for lounging on the beach. I'm like, we're, we're going to be like working out. I want something that like doesn't fall off. And I kind of envision myself being like the toned it up girls that just like work out in their bikinis. Kind of my vision. I
1: see. And I'm taking the other approach where I'm just not planning. I'm just planning on wearing a sports bra.
0: I i I. Anyway. Anyway. don't think I'm not sure that this is going to work out as it is planned in my head because I see the toned up girls just like running around perfectly on the beach I'm like that that's gonna be me but oh my gosh okay I be. have to tell you
1: about my hair waiver after Uh-oh. we talk about oh it. my <laughs> god
0: <laughs> yes okay so I'm on i you know I'm sitting in the kitchen like getting things ready because I know we're about to record and Scott's on the couch and I can see his computer open because I'm facing you know he's he's facing away from me so his computer's facing towards me I'm like yeah I, <laughs> I like so purposely said this because I knew he would start looking it up. I said, I think oh. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to get a Patagonia bathing suit for Costa Rica. He's
1: like, oh, yeah, and instantly. He's I like, swear fuck, to fuck, you, fuck, fuck,
0: fuck. it wasn't even 30 seconds when the man had the website up and I could see the bathing suit scrolling across the screen because I know he'll find me one. That's like the best price.
1: <laughs> right. He'll be like, oh, this one's actually Patagonia is having a really good sale right now. Yeah. Wait, are so, you are you being are you being
0: Scott or are you being Claire right now?
1: No, I'm liter- literally, literally, <laughs> they're having like their end of season sale right now. Yeah. So that- I buy a lot of things from Patagonia, like that sweater I was telling you about. Oh, yeah.
0: But I thought, I thought it was pretty clever because I knew I was like, I'm going to say this and I'm just going to get him on it already because I I'm don't
1: wait. Yeah, it's like how he was looking for me for new exactly. shoes, and then I found my shoes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, how did you lose your shoes? Everyone was really concerned about you Everyone losing your nanos. Concerned. They're like, "How?" I someone them... actually, someone actually submitted a question. They're like, "I just need to know how you lost your shoes."
1: Okay, I would all, I would like to back up and say this is also what happened the original time that I got my nanos in the first place. Right. Because if you will recall, back in when you moved right, 2015, when I moved, I lost my shoes in the move, and that's under, a little more understandable. I did end up eventually finding. Them, but basically, it was like we moved, and then like later on, like we moved on like a Wednesday, and like that weekend, we left for the CrossFit Games. So I just literally didn't have time to comb through all my boxes and find them. Like I knew that they were in there somewhere. But what had happened was that time I went to the ER that day on moving day, the worst moving day of my life. They just got tossed in somewhere. So this time, what happened was I just left them at NBS, and I, you know, when you work out. In the middle of the day, you have to fully change in and fully change out at the gym. And so I just, you know, took my CrossFit shoes off and put my boots on and just left the shoes, like, nanos there and forgot about them. And I, this also speaks to how many times I worked out in February, which was, like, once, because I didn't notice that I was missing them for, like, weeks. And I, I worked out, like, twice in February, and both times I wore my lifters. So finally, when I one day I went to go find my nanos, and I couldn't find them. And so it turns out they were at CrossFit. Or MBS the entire time and brandon found them today because he still has some punches there on a punch card Mm -hmm. so he went back so the mystery the great mystery solved i didn't know i didn't even like think to look there because it had been so long since i had been there that i thought surely they can't be there but that's where they were so now i found them and i'm glad i found them but i'm also kind of sad because i was looking forward to having a reason to well i was
0: gonna say scott was a little disappointed that he couldn't follow through with your with the shoe discovery yeah that's answered uh can i jump to can i jump to a question that we got that i we didn't address it it came in february but we've been so busy that i'd like to address it now because it's a really good one and i'm not going to say the name because she asked not to use our name but it has a lot to do with the open so she says i'm a crossfitter and married to a crossfitter and our relationship is wound tight with crossfit we met at the gym we train together we compete together the gym is our happy place and often the venue for date night we recently moved to a new city and joined a new gym that is super competitive so competitive that there is the opportunity for three teams to qualify for regionals if the open goes well but in planning for that, the gym held a combine where all the athletes interested in competing at a high level came together and did a little intra-gym comp to get placed on a team for the open season. Well, her husband made the team and she didn't. The gym is so competitive and there's just a lot of girls that are better than me. He is an incredible athlete and totally deserves this opportunity to, to- to potentially make regionals in the games and i am so upset with myself because when we found out about the teams i had a flash of jealousy ugh i feel gross even putting that in writing i think i'm upset that i didn't make it and now we won't be able to have a shared experience this year any advice or words of wisdom that's tough i just want to validate for you listener let's call her julie It's <laughs> totally not her name
1: <laughs> shmooly, shmooly. I think it's totally fine for you to be jealous. I would be jealous. Even if I sucked at CrossFit and then Brandon made a team, I would be jealous because I would just be like existentially jealous about his fitness. Yeah. Like, Joy, how you were like 130th in the region in the first week and you were like, this is not a big deal. And I was like, I think it's a big deal. Let me live vicariously through your fitness. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't go so far as to say that I'm jealous of you because we're two very different people. Right. But I mean, you know. I think if i if brandon like was that good at crossfit i would totally be jealous of him
0: i think i'm gonna validate her feelings as well i feel like that is i i don't think you should stay in jealousy but i think it's totally fine especially it sounds like they're really competitive by nature in crossfit their lives are wound tight with crossfit they are always doing it together and so having that shared experience would be such a cool thing as a partner but yeah i mean i think it's okay to just be like okay i'm jealous of this but i also think it's important for you to talk about this with your partner so i wouldn't Not pretend like you're not jealous and be like, oh, great, because... On some level, you do want to be happy for him, but I think it's also very valid to be like, dude, I am so struggling with this right now, and I just need to like put it out there, because once it's out there, then you guys can deal with it as a couple. And I'm sure that he's a great partner and will listen to you and, and be like, okay, how can I help with this? Because I know this is going to be really hard for you. But it's almost like if you're both on like a basketball team and you're used to working together and you're teammates, and then someone gets injured and just has to watch from the sidelines, that's so torturous. I would encourage you to be jealous, let, let yourself have your jealousy, but also talk to your partner about it and just kind of make a joke with about it if you can, like kind of make it light and funny so he doesn't feel bad, but like very clear that you want to be happy for his success. And then I'd also encourage you to just kind of vent to your girlfriend so he doesn't feel like you're – always I I would keep it a little bit separate too of like venting your frustrations to people who can listen and then so you can also be there for your partner and celebrate his success because that's a really that's a really tough one to untangle
1: it's hard to because it's like there's really there's also just like I imagine the the straight disappointment of not making the team yourself like even if you took your husband out of the equation I don't want to also kind of minimize the experience of going for something and not making it you know and so like I really I want to say like on the one hand the open makes people crazy and you know we can kind of go back to that of like at the end of the day I don't know when I heard this I think my initial reaction was like even outside of your husband like that sucks to work for something and then not get it mm-hmm. I don't know I don't yeah. have I don't definitely not have an answer for it
0: well I think when you just said that I thought of my own experience because I was like yeah it sucks to work so hard and not get something and I think because the two of them are living together working together and expecting maybe that they would be on the same team together that automatically put you there's a little bit of a wedge there and so I think for me personally when I was going through 17-2 it's very easy I think especially because right now in CrossFit we are all we all have access to everyone's progress right and I think what's also really hard to see is everyone's successes right now everyone's feed is all the success stories everyone's feed is look what I did and there's a moment that i kind of want to just be like well maybe i should put a video up of like the most ugly bar muscle up that i did to just be like i totally failed and i did not get this rep you know just kind of tongue-in-cheek but i but what i'm saying is you know how we always joke claire about how life is everyone's highlight reel and i feel like this is kind of crossfit's highlight reel right now of everyone's successes in the open and so it's going to be in your face. It's going to be difficult. And I had that moment where I was after my quote unquote failure, I'm not going to call 17 a failure by any means. But after Friday, when I was really having a hard time with it, I felt jealous seeing everyone's successes. I'm like, damn it. Why didn't, why didn't I know? And you know, whatever that negativity goes in your head. But for the listener who wrote, I just want to say, understand that that is a normal human reaction, and you have to move through it by either talking to your partner about it, talking to your friends about it, but also knowing that the jealousy is just because you wanted something. You're not being envious and vindictive. You're just like, damn it, I really wanted that, and that's totally normal human behavior.
1: I think that's it's hard for me to relate to this a little bit too because I know that I will never be competitive and. I just have like never really let that kind of enter my mind. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I have like, I think that that's amazing. And like, from my perspective, I would be really proud of myself for even like getting to that point of it even being in the realm of possibility.
0: Right. Well, think of it this way, right? So a few weeks ago, we talked about your job and how it was your stress and everything that's you really want to do a good job with it. And I think that's that anxiety and expectations episode where um, maybe for this listener this is her this is the thing that she really puts a lot of passion in and puts a lot of expectations Mm -hmm. on herself yeah so maybe for this listener because crossfit has such a wide range of abilities and and why people do crossfit for this listener she really this is her thing this is what she and her husband do so i could see how that would creep in more than others of people who just kind of do it for like me if i if Scott were to come into CrossFit, the realm of a possibility for us to even feel jealous of one another is so far off that I can't even imagine that being a thing. But I think that because the both of them have this as such a huge part of their li- their lives, it doesn't surprise me that that's something that she's struggling with. So balance, talk to your partner. But I think overall, I what I wanted to hit home with this episode today is really finding balance in life. And I think more than anything, I thought about the Year of Less When 17.2 came and went, just because Claire, seeing you set that example too of when it comes to a point where we're feeling with anything. I mean, this could go for anything. This could be diet. This could be exercise. This could be job. Anytime you're feeling like it's not bringing you joy, anytime you're feeling like it's something that you feel you have to do, anything that you feel like is a pressure or a stress, you really don't have to do it. And that's what I sat back and I was like, I really feel so good not redoing 17.2. I am so fine with that. But I also don't feel like I was a a failure. That's the other thing is I in my mind, what I struggled with was, well, am I giving up if I don't redo it? And I'm not. I'm not. I just I don't feel that way at all. I do not feel that way. So anyway, okay moving on. Goodbye. 17.2. By the time everyone is listening to this, it is the announcement of 17.3. Claire, where is it this week? Do we know? Yes. Texas, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not sure. That's going to be fun.
1: San Antonio.
0: San Antonio. Sure. Okay.
1: Great. Anything else interesting
0: going on that the listeners need to know about in your life right now? Other than going to an alpaca um, alpaca farm on Saturday on Sunday. i did go
1: to an alpaca and farm, I just, farm on like, Sunday.
0: While I got kombucha drunk.
1: Pretty hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun actually at the com- at the kombucha farm. <laughs> <laughs> the alpaca. Farm. <laughs> Oh my gosh, a kombucha farm. That's like a new That's, hipster thing. That sounds awesome. Um, I a lot of fun at the alpaca farm. I've been doing the 5 a.m. workouts. I'm so happy so for you. Yes. I have my third one tomorrow in approximately seven and a half hours. And to, this is like the latest I've been up all week. It's 8:10. I know. Um, I laugh
0: so hard every time I see our, our uh, Instagram stories where you're in bed at eight o'clock. I'm like, man, workout. Claire is really hitting this hard. I'm,
1: I have to. like. I don't I, blame you. Yeah, I need sleep and I'm not getting it. And the only way that I'm going to be able to like shift my body clock to absorb this change is if I just really overcompensate on the back end. Yeah. At least for the first couple of weeks. Like, you know, I think ultimately, you know, from like sleeping from 9 to, to 445 or 440 even, like that's almost eight hours of sleep. That's a fine amount of sleep for a human being to get. Mm-hmm. Um, But right now it needs to be like eight to 4:40 and like really the the gym is 3 minutes away which is also the only way that this is working that i can leave my house at 4:51 and still get there by 4:55 and walk in so i also will say that like the the wadify roulette is a serious some serious business so the 5 a.m workout the 5 a.m class at this gym is always full it you know kind of as you come up on it it gets you know sometimes people cancel but the sign up opens 72 hours before the workout and so at 5 a.m on the 5 a.m class everyone's standing there on their phones waiting for like the clock to strike five so they can sign into the workout in three days and literally within one minute the class is full
0: no way it's insane that's insane
1: it's insane like no you know anyway and the class the gym is really small physically really small and also like pretty new and so they only have eight cl- eight people in their classes which i think is fantastic mm-hmm. but because of that you know it's like pretty limited cl- class number but literally like on friday i may or may not actually do the five o'clock workout but i signed in a just to like my alleviate my stress about it but b because either way on Friday I'm gonna have to wake up at 459 so I can try to sign myself up for in for the Monday wad
0: okay Isn't that is crazy? there is there any way around this because that just seems cruel and no
1: the, I know the only <laughs>
0: and not I mean literally the only cool. thing I can
1: think of is like if he were to open up a whole week, but even still, they would all just fill up within two minutes and then you'd spend the whole, which to me would almost be better because then like you're not playing this game every single morning and you're just like resigned. But like then, if you miss that one five minute period on, you know, whenever it is that he decides to open it, you're just SOL. It's really bizarre. I'm learning, I am learning that spots tend to open up as you get closer. So like I was on the wait list for tomorrow and I went in and checked tonight at like six. And even though previously there had been, like, three people, people on the wait list, now there was an open spot. Because, like, I think people kind of just sign in as a contingency plan knowing that, like, you have to kind of make the decision in that moment. Yeah. You can't, like, kind of wait and see whether or not it's going to work in your schedule. You sign in assuming you're going to go. And then if something comes up, then you sign out versus the other way around.
0: Right. Right. And that happens with some of our early classes too, but it's not that bad. I mean, and most of the time, we have a bigger gym, so mostly TJ will just push people off of the waitlist into the class, and it's not a huge deal. So that's the other
1: thing. Turns out on Wattify, because does Jay still use um, Zen Planner? He used Zen
0: Planner. Mm -hmm.
1: I've used Zen Planner before. I used Beyond the Whiteboard before. Those two apps, if you're on the waitlist and somebody drops, you automatically get added to the class. uh, Wi-Fi, yeah that is Mm -hmm. not the case so even if you're on the wait list even if you're the first person on the wait list if there's an open spot all it does is send you an email letting you know there's an open spot it doesn't push you in so there's really no benefit in being on the wait list because somebody who's not on the wait list could see you know if they're signed in in that moment or you know if they're signed in and there happens to be an open spot even if there's people on the wait list they still can just sign in the only benefit of being on the wait list is that you get an email to let you know that there's been an opening it's just very like this whole it's I mean, to be fair, this is my second week of going and I've never had to miss a workout I wanted to go to. So obviously, it's like if you're diligent about you it. it, it
0: happen, right? Yeah.
1: But it's just very intense. Oh
0: my gosh. People are so possessive of their classes too. This reminds me of the days when I used to do turbo kick and people would like the front row was like their spot. <laughs> you had to like elbow people to get into the front two rows. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like that for CrossFit. Okay, but I'm, I'm proud of you for doing the early class because I know how hard that's been to get your sleep clock just in time for the time change, by the way, that's coming this weekend. So just be careful of that.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no, this is the bad one. What? Uh, What? Yeah, where you have to spring ahead.
0: I know where you have to spring ahead. It sucks. You lose an hour dark
1: in the morning again. Yeah
0: last quick thing i want to acknowledge a few people that have written us because we get so many great comments i just want to read your names and then at some point we'll go through and do like a big sweep of answering your questions quinn who's in spain right now wrote us a really cool question we'll get to trudy asked us about uh for the open wad which trudy you heard my thoughts about redoing wads for the open, so I'm gonna say no. Don't do it unless you're like two points from going to regionals or something. I don't know. Janie, Claire, Stephanie, Nicole, Emily. We've get we've been getting so many great em- emails, so I just want to say thank you to everyone who takes the time to write us. We read every single one, and we do our best to respond. But if we don't, just know that we read them and we try to prioritize and answer your questions either on the show or in. An email so thank you guys we love you claire our episode 200 party is april 29th we have some really great rsvps so how excited are you for that party i'm so pretty pumped for tacos We're gonna ha-
1: are, have we ta- have we secured the taco truck yet not yet but we have
0: secured a great listener tilly who's making us special cupcakes the show
1: not special okay don't take that the wrong way because in denver special cupcakes can mean like Mm -hmm.
0: custom cupcakes custom flavors that will be like girls gone wad themed it's almost like we're getting married you know so this is going to be like we're going to a cupcake tasting in a couple weeks with her we
1: have a photographer and we have a photographer (laughs) so (laughs) so true Oh
0: my goodness. <laughs> okay. So, if you guys are planning a- or want to take a trip to Denver, you guys can just come on out for the Girls Gun Water episode 200 party. It's going to be a blast. So, go on our Facebook page. We have an event there. You can RSVP, make sure that there's people there because Joy's still afraid of no one showing up. Okay. Great. <laughs> And if you happen to be in LA and live near Bob Harper and just want to pick him up on the way and drive him over here, I would I would be really happy about that. All right, that's all I got. Do it. All okay. right, guys. Have a good go week. Good luck in seventeen three. Good luck. Let us know how you do. Tag us and don't go crazy. Yay. Bye.
1: Bye.